0: It's August 10th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Russia has escalated its offensive in Ukraine's northeastern Kharkiv region, aiming to reclaim territories lost during Ukraine's counteroffensive last year. As Ukraine advances in the south, destroying Russian logistics and liberating settlements, The Kremlin's forces are focusing heavily on Kupiansk, a vital logistics hub. The intensified conflict in eastern Ukraine has become a war of attrition, with neither side achieving significant progress. Moscow's forces have learned from their previous defeat in Kharkiv, now face a formidable Ukrainian defense, led by General Oleksandr Sersky, who orchestrated the rapid Ukrainian victory in the region last year. Despite Russia's recent 16 airstrikes and over 500 shellings in the Northeast, they have not made any significant gains. The heightened conflict has prompted considerations to evacuate over 11,000 residents from frontline settlements in the Kharkiv region.
1: Niger's coup leaders have unveiled a 21-member ministerial list for their new government with three of the generals involved in the July 26 ousting of President Mohamed Bazoum appointed to key roles. This move comes ahead of a crucial summit by the Economic Community of West African States in Nigeria, where regional leaders are deliberating on a response to the coup. ECOWAS has been advocating for Bazoum's return to power, imposing sanctions and even hinting at potential military intervention. The military regimes in Mali and Burkina Faso have warned against any intervention in the Niger. Amidst this, the United Nations has expressed concerns over Bazoum's detention conditions. Former Nigerian Central Bank Governor Sanusi Lamido Sanusi has engaged with the coup leaders, emphasizing the importance of diplomacy and collective efforts to resolve the crisis the ongoing instability threatens to further destabilize the already fragile Sahel region.
0: On Wednesday, President Joe Biden signed an executive order restricting certain U.S. investments in sensitive Chinese technology sectors, including semiconductors, quantum information technologies, and specific artificial intelligence systems. The move framed as a national emergency response to potential threats from technological advancements in countries like China, aims to prevent American resources from aiding China's military modernization. While the order mandates government notification for most affected investments, some transactions will be outright prohibited. The decision has been met with mixed reactions. Senate Democrats praise the move while Republicans argued it didn't go far enough. China expressed disappointment, accusing the United States of disrupting global industry. Implementation is expected next year after public feedback and regulatory clarifications, especially concerning the definitions and boundaries of restricted technologies.
1: In other news, European countries are intensifying their crackdown on climate activists particularly those involved in direct action protests. Simon Lochner, a 28-year-old activist, was detained before he could stage a protest in Germany. Across Europe, roadblocks and protests have disrupted daily life and led to confrontations with the police. In response, Germany and France are using legal powers typically reserved for organized crime and extremist groups to monitor and track activists. In Berlin police have extensively investigated groups like the Last Generation and Extinction Rebellion. Germany and Britain defend their actions as necessary to prevent criminal activities, while activists argue that they have resorted to direct action due to the ineffectiveness of other protest methods. The Last Generation, a prominent activist group, is under scrutiny in Germany, with authorities considering classifying it as a criminal organization. Meanwhile, in France, Violent confrontations have erupted between activists and the police,
0: leading to injuries on both sides. A devastating fire, intensified by strong winds from Hurricane Dora, ravaged the island of Maui, particularly affecting the historic town of Lahaina. At least 36 people have been confirmed dead, with more injured and over 271 structures damaged or destroyed. The fire forced thousands of residents to evacuate, some even diving into the ocean to escape the flames. Among the affected structures was an elementary school, which has stood for over a century. The Coast Guard reported rescuing 14 individuals from the water, and hospitals in the region are treating numerous burn victims. The cause of the fire is yet to be determined, but dry conditions, low humidity, and high winds are believed to have played a role. President Joe Biden has mobilized federal resources to assist, and former President Barack Obama expressed his sorrow over the tragedy. Fires of this magnitude are uncommon in Hawaii, with the islands typically experiencing smaller grassland fires. The community is in mourning, with many residents losing not just their homes, but their cherished memories.
1: India, Japan, the United States, and Australia are set to conduct the Malabar Navy exercise off of Sydney's coast, marking the first time this exercise, traditionally held in the Indian Ocean, will take place in Australia. As they journey to Sydney, Japanese and Indian Navy vessels made stops in the Pacific Island nations of the Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea, underscoring the region's strategic significance amidst the ongoing tensions between China and the U.S., While officials, including Vice Admiral Carl Thomas of the U.S. Navy and Vice Admiral Dinesh Tripathi of the Indian Navy, emphasized the exercise's aim to enhance interoperability among the four nations and not target any specific country, the exercise's backdrop is the evolving geopolitical landscape since the Cold War. Australia had previously withdrawn from the Quad in 2008 due to Chinese objections, but rejoined in 2020, despite China's continued criticism. The exercise will feature ships from all four nations, Australian's F-35 jets, P-8 surveillance aircraft, and submarines, highlighting the importance of underwater warfare and potential future conflicts.
0: In lighter news, a pigeon in Britain survived an 80-mile journey trapped behind the front grill of a car after being hit by a family while they were driving from Hassocks, Sussex to Bentworth, Hampshire. The family believed they had a near miss and assumed the bird had flown away, only to be informed by a pedestrian later that evening about the trapped pigeon. Upon inspection, a crack in the grill, likely caused by the impact, was discovered. The East Sussex Wildlife Rescue and Ambulance Service attended to the pigeon which had minor injuries and a potential clavicle fracture. The bird is now stable and expected to fully recover. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.